Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, guys, we got to talk about HerdApp Media, our network. I feel like we are adding new shows on daily. We got a couple really good ones. And if you like Hollywood Raw, I think you might like some of these other ones. So, Adam, tell them what else we got on the network. Yeah, we got X Appeal with Jen Lommers, the host of Extra, and Julian Marlin. They used to hook up, but now they're friends. Interesting, weird dynamic, but they make it work and they're hosting a show together. It's great. Offer Chops, hosted by Australian professional wrestlers and best friends Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay. And if you want something a little different, we got the Giles Files with Nancy Giles. She's an award winning contributor to the CBS News Sunday Morning. And listen, if you want to find something completely different, check out my other show, Pod Sauce, I host with Alicia Renee. It is a podcast discovery show, so we're just literally recommending great podcasts out there. And you know what? There's so many more huge shows that are joining Herdat Media. They've got national audience, household names, receiving hundreds of thousands of weekly downloads. Everyone seems to be joining us. We're kind of the new cool place to go. Yeah, Herdat Media Network has to be one of the fastest growing networks in terms of audience growth in 2021. Go to herdatmedia.com. That's herdat, H-U-R-R-D-A-T, media.com to check out our network, or you can click the link in the show notes to find out more. Now, back to the show. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey, guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dak. Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn, the podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From Page Six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I am Dax Holt. Today is a little bit of a strange day because Adam is not joining me today. Uh, like, in total transparency, five minutes before we were supposed to start this podcast, he got a call and he had to run down to a restaurant in Manhattan to interview The Rock. So <laughs> that does not happen. And there's very few celebs on Adam's bucket list that would take him away from this podcast. However, the Rock is one of them. So I'm hoping for our next podcast, we might have a nice little interview with The Rock or some kind of soundbite or at least a good story for Adam to tell us about what the hell went down today. Anyway, all right. Well, we got a big uh, episode today um, for people that are not social media fanatics. Uh, this guy is huge, 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 huge on uh, Instagram. He goes by the handle Limitless. Um, he, he's kind of like a Dan Blazarian type where it's just insane amounts of money, crazy cars. He's he's not the same as Blazarian in regards to just women around him all the time. Like he's surrounded by celebrities. He's I, I, There's tons of photos of him and Floyd Mayweather. He's always courtside at Lakers games. He's got, I, I mean, I want to get into like his just car collection alone, the amount of Bugattis and 
Ferraris and all these other ridiculous cars that I've seen him post online. I want to ask him about it. I want to know how many cars he has total in his fleet. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you don't follow him, maybe you can check on his Instagram as we're talking. It's at Limitless. And uh, we'll just kind of get into everything about his life and how he's made all of his money. And I got a lot of questions for this guy. So without further ado, let's get to our guest today, Jas Mather. Welcome, buddy. Jazz, what's up, buddy? How are it's you? Happening. Great, great, great. <laughs> Can't complain. I mean, beautiful Miami, you know, the great weather, great vibes, great atmosphere. I mean, can't really complain. I was going to ask you where you were right now because I feel like every time. So, okay, let me let me rewind because people are going to find it very strange that Adam is not here right now. And let me just be completely transparent. Adam right now is the midst of a conversation with The Rock. And uh, Jess, I don't know if you know, but Adam is also uh, a street journalist, AKA paparazzi. And he yes. is out in New York right now, chatting with The Rock. I guess they're at some restaurant in, in Manhattan. And so I said, do your thing with The Rock. I, I gotta go talk to Jess. So that is where Adam is right now. I, yeah. I don't know if he'll have time to pop in, but that is why Adam is not here with me. So, okay, yeah, getting back. I ran. To I ran into Adam a couple of weeks ago when I was That's in New York. That's what he said. Where, where did yeah. you guys run into each other? At Floyd we were Monday at a, or Floyd something, No, right? no, that was that was a while ago. This is uh, this was a Health Corps event, uh, Doctor Oz's foundation. That's right. So, yeah, That's right. Yeah, you yeah. were both at both things. That's why. Correct. I, correct. I correct. Correct. Okay. So that's, he did say he was like, he's like, oh, Jess, I just met him the other day. We had a great conversation. Yeah. That's really funny. So what was he like when you met him in person? Is he crazy? I mean, he's got to be wild. You got to be wild and crazy. <laughs> I mean, to do what you, to do, to, to do that stuff. I mean, you have to be wild and crazy. You can't just right? be one or the other. You got to be both. Yeah. I, so right when I first started TMZ, like a long, long, long time ago, yeah. they gave me a camera and they're like, go out, shoot some, you know, video. I felt so uncomfortable all the time and I, I never brought back good stuff. So they kind of pulled me off of that, but I give Adam so much credit because to think of these questions on the spot to ask celebrities instantly, I, I literally don't know how he does it. Listen, let me tell you something before I started Instagram, I, you know, I was, uh, this is in December of 2018 when I kicked it off and Ray J actually pushed me to do it, right? We were sitting on a basketball court, but years in, leading into it, I, look, I was telling myself, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to hold a camera up and start, hold my phone and start talking to myself all fucking day. Well, that's not going to happen, you know? And lo and behold, look at what happens. So never say never. I was going to say, now you're a full influencer yeah, with yeah. cameras following you around the gym, Damn. the whole thing. Shit, I just, I, I'm just look, I just see the sponsorship deal now. I just, I just need a brand <laughs> sponsorship deal. That's all I'm missing. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, I, I was going to ask you where you were. You said Miami because yes. every time I look at your Instagram, and if you don't follow Jess, you should. He is at Limitless on Instagram. It's a huge handle. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you the pats on the back because he's got over 7 million followers. You've got a, a huge reach on Instagram. A lot of people love your watching your lifestyle. I mean, listen, you live a very big lifestyle. You've got the fast cars, you're flying on private jets, and I think people are fascinated with that. And they tune in to see what the hell you're doing on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But on that note, you're constantly traveling around. So yes. how, where do you have homes? Because I've seen L.A., I've seen L, uh, Miami. Do you have homes in all these places or yeah. are you just kind of jumping? L.A. And, LA and Miami both. Okay. 
So I hop, hop around. I look at the weather. So based on the forecast, <laughs> I hop around. No, I'm joking. It was a good time. It's raining in LA right now. So it was probably it's good true. that you got out of here. Yeah. No, no. But, I mean, I, I shuffle along New York, LA, Miami um, quite a bit, you know, for work purposes. I mean, it's, it's, I'm always shuffling between the three areas. And a lot of, a lot of people, you got to understand, my like, they moved over to Miami from LA, from New York, ever since the whole COVID thing started a year and a half ago. So Miami became like a hotbed. And then New York is still always going to be the financial district. I mean, you're looking to go public, you're looking to do things in investment banks, things like that. You always have to do stuff in New York and LA is always going to be LA. Okay. So speaking of work, yes. for people that follow you on Instagram yeah. and they see that you're very wealthy, can you explain what like what your jobs are what companies you own to someone mm -hmm. that is just tuning in for the first time yeah so the core of my business is a digital agency so i started off as a web developer and a web designer graphic designer back in 96 and i you know as i saw the internet basically grow to become what it is today back then there was literally nothing there was yahoo and a couple of other search engines and maybe like hundreds of other websites or thousands of other websites um today it's massive so having learned you know the whole scope of internet as it kind of got built and grown i you know i, I know all the different components from the internet marketing side to social media to video all of what's needed so we have a, a in-house team um of people of professionals i would say uh, that are pretty situated in five different countries, believe it or not, and offices in all those countries for the last decade plus. And that parent company of mine is Emblaze One. That's the name of the company. Um, you know, that's that's the one that that is the mother company. It's, it's, we have all the whole team there. And you know, today without digital, you can't do anything. It doesn't matter if you could be a brick and mortar store, you could be trying to launch a product. You need digital, even if it's something as simple as a logo design or a flyer design. You need digital print is stale. So I have a digital agency and I develop products and I develop brands. Um, started off before I used to do a lot of advertising and, and affiliate mark offer affiliate marketing services for other brands and other people. Now I do everything in house. So I'm pretty much my own client. And, and how many like different, so if you're in numerous different countries, your business yeah. is in numerous different countries and you've got lots of businesses here, mm -hmm. how do you find time? Like that's, that's the so, one question I find the most fascinating. So right now my business, uh, my customers, the clients are only in the United States and Canada, uh, primarily 90% US, but the workforce that we have is spread across many countries because of a, the talent that you get and B, how much you end up paying for the talent as compared to if you had everybody in the United States. So, you know, the key to running all of this operation is building automation. So I try to build as much automation as possible. We have our own softwares, like our own CRM, our own, literally everything that manages and runs the whole business, our ERP, CRM, we have all our own internal. And uh, we build automation that way, you know? So it's not hard to, project manage and you know it's not hard to have one person you know watch over five six seven people and see what they're doing especially when each person understands how long it takes to do a certain task and deliver so take me back so you know because i i think all this is crazy interesting because i i have a business i got a couple of businesses but that to me is fascinating but where 
you've had massive success where other businesses haven't is on Instagram. Instagram is a hard nut to crack. Yes. And I look back and I look, I, I went back to see what your very first photo that you ever posted on Instagram. Do you know what yes. that one is? Yeah. It was with me, Ray, Snoop Dogg, and uh, my, one of my old business partners. <laughs> I did see that. So now going back and looking at that and how far you've come, it's not yes. easy to uh, amass 7 million followers no. on a social platform, the, especially no. Instagram. I feel like people are very picky. How did you do it? How, like, what was the point that you started picking up followers and you're going, oh, damn. So, like, I'm so many doing this. Right. So, so it was a combination of many things. Um, and I'm going to keep it 100% real. Number one, it was I built a lot of relationships first before opening up my Instagram because I was trying to invest. I was trying to invest into celebrities, music artists, uh, social media influencers, and other types of public figures. Um, into developing websites and having stores selling health and wellness products through them, which was my vision. Um, you know that that I wanted them to kind of get across living a fit and healthy life to you know their followers, right? And I built a lot of relationships that way first. And then when I decided to do it myself, you know, obviously when I opened it up, a lot of my, the same friends, they kind of tagged me, pushed me out, etc. And then I got involved in different campaigns. So it was, you know, sweepstake campaigns, giveaway campaigns, this, that, all kinds of different things that you can get involved in, in order to grow your social media following organically. And then, you know, you post certain content, you boost it, all kinds of different things. So it, it happened over a span of a couple, a couple years. The media advertising I did, billboards, I mean, you name it. Like, I was all over the place. So it was everything put together that did it. No, I, it's – listen, I'm telling you, like, people people pay big bucks to have, oh, yeah. you know, brands and, and – I, I you know. invested – I invested, I would say, you know, it's – I basically invested in myself. I said, look, I'm, gonna, I'm investing in all these other people. I mean, you know, I may as well just give it a shot and invest in myself. And I believe in myself, and I said, oh, shit. All else fails, at least I know I can wiggle something else out of this. <laughs> exactly, man. So you gotta no, be, I, I, listen, listen I, change I, the plan, don't change the goal. The goal is always you, gonna be I the hear. same. I'm I think what I love about your page is listen, it, it's the lifestyle that I, I think people kind of dream of. The, yeah. the the expensive cars, the mansions, all of that kind of stuff. Um, what is your, like, what is your favorite car out of all the cars that you own? Like, cause I, it seems like you have uh, quite a few. My favorite car that I never drive is the 67 Shelby GT 500 Eleanor. That's my favorite car that I never drive. My, and why do you not drive it? Because it's just, it's a showpiece. That's just gone in 60 <laughs> seconds. That's just you know, that thing. I can't even put a price tag on that thing. You know, okay. that's my favorite out of all the cars. Like, that's just like, you know, you can't, it's not something you can go to a dealership and go buy that car. Yeah. What else yeah. do you have? Cause I've seen Bugattis. I've seen kind of yeah. everything on your page. I'll, let me, let me tell you, I have, I have a lot of cars. Um, I love cars. So a lot of people have different things that they, they tend to do when they, you know, they make money they become successful some people resort to crazy shit some people you know resort everyone has their vice right so for me it's cars and i look at cars as like a hey if i achieve this goal i'm gonna buy this car then i set another goal i achieve this goal i'm gonna buy this car there came a point where every damn goal that i i set i ended up hitting it so i i didn't know what to do and i just kept buying cars and cars and one of the reason i do this is because 
cars are great for marketing. And some of these cars that I have, they're very special models. They're not like your typical, you know, it's not like your typical Ferrari that's everybody has that that particular model. They're limited series or limited editions <laughs> or hard to get. I just like how you said everyone has that particular model of Ferrari. <laughs> it's not a it's not the common one. It's not the common one. No. <laughs> and okay. and from an investment perspective, in the last yeah. two years, all the cars went up in in value. Every single car True. went up. So, so how many all cars my cars have gone up. I have a lot. <laughs> too many. Come on, what's the Too many. Too many. Too many. I don't, I can't even count. Thirty plus. Oh my god. 30 plus cars 30 plus holy shit that's so crazy wow but i don't you, you're I, like it's, jay leno over there but it's like it's it's back. it's like my whole you know it's this is like i don't know it's just about outlet I, I love cars how big is your garage like one garage at your la home i don't does, i don't i don't i don't keep all my cars in, i don't keep them all in one place but well, at, at my at my house in LA, I can I can easily fit about sixteen cars between my driveway and garage. Okay, here's a legit question for you. Mm -hmm. You know, when I see people and they show off cars or mm -hmm. money or whatever yes, on yes. social media, I get yes. nervous for them because Correct. there's there has been stories in the past, like the bling ring. Do you remember the bling ring? The famous story of celebrities getting hit up the second they would leave town yes. bling ring would go and rock. how do you protect yourself when your lifestyle and your social media is about showing off like how do you how do you protect yourself so if you look at social media today 90 percent of the people are about showing off um i unfortunately and it, it's a very it's a sad situation because if I had it my way, I wouldn't, you know, my whole thing is to try to motivate people without having to go that, like, I'm, you're not going to see me post a picture in front of Ferrari and say, oh, hey, this is what you can do too and blah, 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 right? But it's, it, people only, they see that stuff and, you know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying everybody because I'm not going to generalize, but majority, they, uh, you know, they tie success with a certain piece of material so yep. you have to show that piece of material in order for them to make it work something for meetings you go to a meeting right if you pull up an x car versus a ferrari or lamborghini or bugatti it changes the whole dynamic of it, it literally so how to protect myself first of all I use them for marketing for business but i don't keep everything in one place and i definitely don't keep any of my valuables in my place of living or anywhere near that area even no so I, I think I, that I very, think it, yeah nobody knows where i keep my stuff no i think i think that's smart and i've, I've i guess i've always just want, wondered that question myself yeah. because of you know you know people, I, I, a lot of times you'll see people post on social media where they live their address their backyard their front yard their bedroom all this shit, right i mean i'm very careful what i post how limits you know the whole nine yards so you you've kind of you kind of own all the fancy cars that are out there so tell me what's one car that everyone like idolizes or like wants so bad but is actually kind of a shit car oh shit uh, i don't know it's it's hard to say it, <laughs> I, i'm not gonna say shit car because there's no such thing as really a shit car 
but a car that's overrated that looks really really nice but it's a pain to drive and you can't you're going to drive it once or twice and then you never want to keep driving it is a lamborghini aventador really it it's is not the that most fun? amazing looking car but it is a pain to drive <laughs> and it's crazy that if you it's crazy that with the technology they have today they still haven't improved the driving of that car if you compare the driving of a ferrari you know like an sf90 for example to an Aventador, it's a totally different ballgame. What, what makes it so hard to drive? Um, it's just like very, very different. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a $800,000 go-kart. It's really different. <laughs> you have to like lay down. But it, it looks like a spaceship, but it's not It's not as, you know, like you can't go too far. Your back's going to hurt or this, that. It's not that fun. So funny! Every time I see one of those, like, oh my god, look at that car! And oh, I was thinking Kanye West again. Yeah. Extent marketing. I mean, people look, people stare, right? That's yeah. just what it is. It's a fun car. I'm not saying it's not a fun car. It's an amazing car. You go short trips, you go here. It's amazing, but it's not. You know, these are not long distance cars. That's so funny. So what? What's tell me? Tell me, like, when you go to Vegas, because I've yes. seen a lot of photos in Vegas. Tell me. What was one of the wildest nights you've ever had in Vegas? Because I got to imagine your wildest night is very different from my wildest night in Vegas. Um, you know, that was a while ago. I'm not that much of a crazy partier anymore. Uh, you know, it was back in the day. But yeah, I've had some crazy wild nights. I mean, back to back, going out here. That one thing I've never done is I don't go and blow tens of thousands of dollars in clubs. That's not my thing. I'm not trying to be the guy to look cool in front of everybody else. I'll go and blow ten times that amount on a car. But I'm gonna have that car in my. I'm gonna have that car. I'm not gonna go and try to impress everybody else around me to compete with a bunch of yo-yos in a club to go and burn twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars to not know what the hell happened the next morning. That's I'm not into that. Um, I dude, I respect that. Know, I respect because at least the car shit. is yours. It's, it's your yours. investment. It's your investment. Yeah. You have it. Even if you lose a little bit of money on it, at least you still have it. You can look at it the next morning. You know, going and burning that kind of money in a club to show off to others is a complete waste of time. Um, <laughs> but I've had a lot of wild nights. I mean, listen, you know what Vegas is about, right? So it's mm -hmm. you take take all that, imagine it in your head, and there you go. I mean, I've done it. I've had all the wild nights. So I'm a little more, I'm you know, I'm calmer now in my life. I know what I want. I have a direction, and the type of message that I'm looking to push across is you know, positive, uh, healthy living, all of that stuff. And actually I haven't touched alcohol in two months now. So even yet I yeah. went out the past couple of years, yeah, zero, zero. Cause I'm one of the biggest things is if you're, you're training and stuff like for me, every time I drink alcohol, it just sets me back all the time. So I'm just, you know, the, the same message I'm putting out, I got to live at myself too. Right. No, speak of like your, your healthy message, as I was going through your Instagram, mm -hmm. just trying to find the oldest photo on there, see what you post first, you come across a lot of your old photos where you were a very different person years ago. You, yes. you have lost a, you, an incredible amount of weight. You have transformed your body. You know, what, what was that like? What was that process like for you? That was, um, I mean, life-changing. It was a completely different ball game. Um, so when I was overweight, I, you know, I uh, didn't even know I was overweight, believe it or not. I, I, had, I didn't feel insecure. I didn't feel like anything. I felt I was normal. I, I didn't feel like anything was different. But then again, there was no social media. There was no reconnecting with people from the past. I had moved. So I grew up in Montreal. 
then I lived in Vancouver. And um, when I lived in Vancouver, I didn't know anybody. So all I was doing was sitting on the computer, working, sitting, working, sitting, working. I had, you know, my family with me. And um, I just, you know, I, at one point, I, I didn't think anything was wrong. So when I started losing weight, one of the reasons was Facebook. Um, and I started to lose weight, reconnecting with people from the past and stuff. And when I first started losing weight and I'd lost maybe 30, 40 pounds, that's when I started to become more self-aware. And eventually it became a point where I wanted to lose so much weight that I got down to 185 pounds. I burned all my muscle mass. I had to like, I went down to being super, super skinny. And then I had to kind of like train to burn muscle mass again, because I was just, all I was doing was cardio, cardio, cardio. Only. But the first the first time that I, I actually uh, went on a treadmill, I could only do a minute, and it was bad. Like I could, I was barely able to do anything. So, how much was that weight loss? Uh, I lost over two hundred fifty pounds and over thirty six inches off my waist, naturally. Uh, that is a full person, With, dude. Without taking any supplements, so I'm not trying to tell somebody about a product that I took to lose weight. I did it with hard work and I did it with diet and I did it with discipline, but to tighten my skin, to tone my body, to put on the muscle, all that stuff. That's where the supplementation came in. Gotcha. And then, so, you know, is that the one thing that you feel like a lot of people do reach out to you about is weight loss? Cause I feel that weight loss is one of those things that if someone figures it out, you become like a beacon for other people of like, how do I, how do I obtain that? Like you've done it. Tell me all of your secrets. Um, the secret is, the secret is you have to want it. That's number one. Uh, every, you know, you, you have to really, really want it. And you have to be able to, you know, stress plays a big factor. Uh, sleep plays a big factor. Uh, the amount of water you drink a day plays a big factor. Uh, what you put in your body plays the biggest factor, right? So you have to first want it. You have to see, like, a lot of people want to lose weight. They don't even need to lose weight. Like, I have friends around me that help me all day. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. But there's no weight for them to lose. They just need to tone and put on muscle, but they don't understand this. So they just think they need to lose weight. So first, you have to really see what it is. And the biggest thing is, for some people, it's actually hard. I mean, I was lucky I did at a younger age. If I try to do it now, probably wouldn't happen as quickly or as effectively. You need to get a blood test done. You need to figure out exactly, you know, let's say your sugar levels are high or you're diabetic or something. I mean, it's a totally different ballgame. No matter what you eat or what you do, you're, you're, it's not going to work. You're just going to you're gonna get stuck. Or if your testosterone levels are low, you're 35, 37 plus and you have low testosterone. It doesn't matter what you do. Your estrogen is going to be high and you're not going to lose weight. So you have to consult a doctor, you have to consult a physician and, and see, you know, exactly all your levels and where you're at. Now, I know that you're going to be on Dr. Oz coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Is this yes. what your topic with him would will be or is it something completely different? Um, it's going to be primarily uh, focusing on health and wellness, uh, mental health first and then physical second, because obviously you're. Your, your, your brain has to be healthy in order for your body to become healthy. Um, and then the other points are going to be, you know, Dr. Oz has a foundation. We have a large number of kids and stuff that I'd like to do some work with and, uh, you know, in the schools and whatnot. So, yeah, it's, it's all going to be related to health and wellness. Now, have you done a lot of TV? Do you get nervous thinking about going on Dr. Oz? It's a big-ass show. No, I, you know, it's it's... 
I mean, it's not a, you know, I haven't, uh, I've done here and there little things, but you know, when you, when it's, you're not, when you're not really, when you're not really, um, I, there's no script really. It's a question and answer. So there's not even getting nervous. I still get nervous. I've done, I don't know, gazillion hours of TV. I still get nervous when I go on something like, new for the first time. I like the challenge. If it's the first time and I've never done it, I like it. I say, let's go I, with it. I, I like the I like the adrenaline rush that it gives. I me love when I, when I, I love the adrenaline. New. That's the reason why I like cars. The adrenaline rush. The adrenaline rush. No, yeah. I do like that one. So when you go to L.A. or New York, I'm Miami. You know, I'm a I'm a big food person. So. Yes. What's what's the best restaurant that they've got in Miami? So many, so many restaurants. Um, there are, I mean, the one where I'm going to tonight for dinner meeting is Carbone. That's a really good mm-hmm. one. Um, you know, but I love this place in Fort Lauderdale. It's a Greek place. Uh, they have amazing Greek food. Um, so many. I mean, Miami is. It's a hotbed for food. So when you go to like a Carbone or one of these other restaurants, mm-hmm. is it is it pretty easy for you to get a reservation or you struggle like like the rest of us? Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you have to struggle. There's no, you know, there's no extent <laughs> much about it. But sometimes you have to struggle, you know. But, uh, <laughs> just wait. I hear. Okay. I, I have a question, another food-related question. For, for flying private on a private jet, how does it work? Do you order the food before you get on the flight? Do they just give you whatever they've got? I've, I'm always curious about that. Uh, well, I usually just cater. So I'll just say, hey, look, I want X, Y, Z, and I'll take it, and I'll, I'll tell my pilots before I have to have it on the plane. That's it. Very simple. That simple. Just tell them what you want, yeah. and it's going to be ready when you get. Do you have well, your own I have, plane? I have you, my own plane. You? Yes, yes. I have oh, you own have your plane. own plane. Yes, tax hundred percent tax right off. <laughs> That's why I have my own plane. <laughs> I didn't realize you had your own plane. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of people will compare your lifestyle and Dan Blazarian's lifestyle because it's very over the top. Have you have you met Dan? Do you know Dan? Are you guys buddies or anything? No, I. I he knows – I know of him. I've never met him formally. He knows a lot of people I know know him, but it's not – it's a totally different ballgame. It's not the same thing. By the way, how much does a private jet actually cost? Depends on the plane. It can go anywhere from $500,000 up to $100 million. It all depends on the year, the plane, all of that. One of the other big the moments thing, the thing with a plane, The thing with a plane you have to look at is the um, – is the uh, the maintenance, the you know, the engine programs, like it's totally different than buying a car. And then to get a plane, it's not as simple as oh, I want to buy a plane, cut a check, and get tomorrow. Even if you cut a check and you buy the plane tomorrow, you still have to spend a good two months in getting transfer papers, this, that, FAA registration done. There's a whole process to it. So it's kind of like owning a boat. Kind of like owning a boat, it's yeah. Kind of a I, yeah, it's a pain. <laughs> but it's awesome if you have one. Yeah. No, yeah. so one of the other big moments on Instagram, like. At least one of the big things that you came on my radar for our, was uh, Floyd Mayweather's birthday party. Yes. And this was a couple of months back. And seeing this, this birthday party with Floyd and you're there front and center. And how did that come about? How did you guys kind of come together for that birthday party? You know, Floyd, Floyd and I, we've been, um, we've been friends for a while. So 
uh, we, our birthdays are very, like, you know, not too far apart. Like mine is on February 12th, his is uh, just a couple of weeks after. So we decided to do it together. And since everything was closed, everything was closed off, you know, we decided to do it in Fort Lauderdale. Gotcha. Yeah. And so do you guys just get together and you're like, we're going to make this the most over-the-top crazy event so that everyone's talking about it? Uh, it just happened. It happened organically. That's not even something that we, we looked at. You know, It just kind of happened organically. We invited people. And was, yeah, I mean, he had some people. I had a bunch of guests that came and invested in media and, you know, the cameras come in and put on social media and a movie gets created out of it before you know it. What I love is that it seems like you two are like really good friends. I saw a lot of photos before and you're just having dinner. It looked like your parents went out to dinner with you guys and just something key, chill and low key. My big question is what's Floyd like just when he's, when there's no cameras and it's just him being him. Because that's, that's the side that I feel like we don't see very often. Normal person, very giving, genuine, uh, just, you know, opposite of what people think on Instagram. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I expected, but mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't ever see it. So keep, keep, that's well, kind of why listen, I Keep one thing in mind. Everyone, everyone is, everyone's, it does, look, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what you do. At the end, it's, it's a profession, right? So it really doesn't matter. So it's really, it's just a profession. So he's, he's a normal person. It's a character. You know, everyone has a role to play. No, that's like me if I was going on Instagram and just like <laughs> making like motivation. Like, I mean, everyone, everyone's a normal. It's a character. Everyone has, they play a character. So do you feel like to be successful, and I don't, I don't mean just on Instagram, but like you've got to be kind of like a, a specific character to get people interested. That's that will help grow an audience. I, and I'm, I'm asking because I feel like there's a lot of people that want to be influencers. They want to be in your shoes with a, a, a huge following. You know, what are some of those tips that you would give to people? Is it find your brand, find your character? What is it? Find yourself. Yeah. That's the first thing. Cause most people today are, Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to generalize, but a lot of people today are lost. And the reason why they're lost is because they're looking too much on social media thinking the other person has something that, that they want, you know, or the other person has something better than what they have for themselves, right? The biggest thing is people think that they have, they, they, the other person has a better life than them. So they're, they have a goal, right? So, so listen to my theory for a second. They have a goal. They hang around, they have a certain crowd that they're with. They want to either achieve success, make a million dollars to million. They don't know why. They don't know what the reason is. They have no clue why. Then they go on Instagram. They see somebody has something better. Then they lose their focus towards whatever they're working on. First thing I'd say, they find themselves. They find out why they want what they want, what the main reason is. Then surround themselves with people that are, have that same mindset as they do. That's step one to anything. All these co these courses, Spending a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars on these motivation things to become, get rich overnight programs. None of that's going to work. It's all bullshit. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. There's no way it's going to work. It's not possible. I invite anybody to challenge me on it. It's a bunch of bullshit. That's one thing I refuse to do is to take money from people who are already in a debt <laughs> that are trying to find a way to make more money to put themselves in a deeper hole, thinking that there's something out there that they can make mm -hmm. quick, fast money with, not realizing that 
the root that it has to come from is from within their own surroundings first. You can't suddenly change everything that's going on in your life if everything you're doing every day is still the same. How's yeah. that going to happen? No, I, I see that. I see that. And I, I think... I Wake think up what, every morning, you do the I same thing I think what makes that day. hard, though, honestly, yeah, is Instagram. I think mm-hmm. Instagram makes it hard of on course. people to know what's real, what's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it makes people want this lifestyle that no one can achieve because people are only putting up their best stuff. You know, it's not like the real side mm-hmm. of what's, what's happening in their lives. No. So when you, when you um, refresh your phone, how many new followers does it mm-hmm. say? I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't look at I'm that. dying to know what it's like when you have that many followers and you refresh and then boom, you just get. All I see is hundred, hundred, <laughs> hundred. That's all I see. Every time I look at this stupid thing, you know, you could get, you know, you could get lost yeah. if you spend all day on that. Like no, for lost sure. in the sauce. It's I mean, really... do, do you even go through yeah. your DMs? Because I got to imagine you're getting hit up in your DMs all the time. Never, never, never. So I have a primary list. I go through the primary list. If it's in the general, if it's in like thing, I'll, I'll once every two weeks I'll click on the general tab. And I'll see if anybody has a verified thing. I'll look through it, but otherwise, if it's like all the random nonsense, I never click it. Never click now, it. Never do, open. But I got to imagine there's people, like there's probably ladies out there dropping into your DMs, trying to get your attention. Has there been anything wild that actually got your attention that you're like, what am I? What is happening right now? No, because first of all, when it comes to that department, I have no problem. I don't need Instagram for that. But for some ladies, that's their only opportunity. They feel. You know, that's the only way to get their attention. Great, but that, I ain't going to be looking for that, that's for sure. I ain't, I ain't looking at, I've never been on a dating app in my life. I ain't going to start with anything. It's never going to happen. But but if somebody's contact for business purposes, they can click the email button. There's a hundred ways to reach me. There's always somebody through somebody that can, that yeah. if it's related to business, but not, not through DMs. No, I, I love it. Who's the biggest name in your phone? We play this game on the Hollywood Raw, and I'm always curious to see who's the biggest name you've got in your phone. Oh, who's the biggest name in my phone? Shit. Um, I can't say. Okay, I, is I it honestly a, is, can't say. It not because, it's not a celebrity. It's bigger than, than a celebrity? celebrity. It, it, certain names. Well, so like a world a, politician. Certain high, high, correct, correct. I'll leave it at that. Is it a Correct. U.S. politician? Uh, yes. A former president? You can say that. <laughs> all right. All right. I got guesses. I got lots of guesses. Yes. Does it? Okay. But I can't say more. Right. I can't say more. I can't say more. Certain things I can't. I can't. You know what I mean? Right. It's just. There's a there's a there's a level that if I start crossing that level, <laughs> I am end up getting myself <laughs> wrapped up. I don't, we want, don't want that. that. We don't want that. I don't. I I want to stay. I want to stay limitless. <laughs> I don't want to turn limited. You know what I mean? You, next thing you know, you go on Instagram. My my handles change from well, limitless that's what, to limited. We were joking. I was joking with my producer Pat today. I was like, uh-huh. oh, with IG down, he's yeah. limited. And yeah, okay. Well, it was a dad joke at the time. We thought it was pretty I, funny. I was. I was pretty damn limited today. But you know what? It felt good. I went on the beach and I was relaxed Just for not three focused hours. on IG or creating social media. No. Nope. Do you feel a lot... Okay. 
Do you feel a lot of pressure when you post? Because you know 7 million plus people, and this is just for IG. This doesn't even count other social media platforms. But when you post something up there, 7 million people are going to see that. And same goes with the caption. What kind of pressure do you have when you have that type of following? I have zero pressure because the biggest thing is for me, I'm just being myself. I'm not doing anything different. Whatever I post is my day-to-day life. There's nothing that changes. So I'm not, I'm, I have zero pressure. I don't care if the picture is looking a certain way or what it is. I'm, I'm just being myself. You know on what it. I find surprising is when I, so I see that you have a home gym where you've got this beautiful home gym mm-hmm. where it's like, is it in an atrium or something like that? I, it's hard to tell what it, what exactly it is, but it's this gorgeous gym. Then I'm surprised mm-hmm. when I see you in like a public gym. Yeah. I'm what? Mm-hmm. What? I'm. So it, I have I have a home okay. gym in LA. Mm-hmm. So I built the whole. But what gym I'm in my surprised is that you still would and go to a public Miami. gym. Like I got to imagine you're getting stopped and people want to talk not? to you and all of that kind of stuff. So. No, you know what's funny? They just think I'm fucking crazy when I'm in a gym. What happens is because I keep I've, I have my headphones on, I'm training, and um, they know who I am at the gym. But it's nobody bothers me. It's uh, the gym is one place where I don't even I don't like to be bothered. Like I just like to wear my headphones and just do what I'm doing, and that's it. I, I don't I don't want phone calls. I don't want messages. I'm very like somebody bothers me when I'm at the gym. If it's not an emergency, like I'll. So the person who's filming you, is that a trainer or do you have someone that just follows you around to document yourself at the gym? Depends. No, no, no. I, I, I don't, I, I don't do that. So I have, um, sometimes if a videographer of mine or something is in town, he'll film, or if I have somebody training with me that day, a friend, he'll just you know, do a quick recording for me, but it's not all the time. Like I don't always have somebody, sometimes I'll hold a phone with one hand and I'm training with the other hand just to show that, you know, I could lift 150 pounds with one hand. That's like dumb shit. Like <laughs> No, that. I, I asked because there, there are a lot of influencers out there that specifically have mm-hmm. someone come to the gym at, to film them. So I don't, I don't feel like it's a strange thing, especially yes. when you're trying to create content and keep it flowing on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Cause for a lot of people being an influencer or having you a know, huge following, that's a lot of work. It really is. I know it, it really, it really is. It's just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I guess I haven't digested that part yet. Um, I, 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 I can't see myself having somebody around, around me all day, just filming like I, I just, I, I, just <laughs> I need my own space and not every day in the gym doing the same thing. Yeah. It's repetitive, you know, because you're doing the same, you, you're, you're doing one thing one day after four days, it's the same thing. You're going back to day yeah. one. No, I hear so I hear you, but people are, people are making a lot of money being influencers and having those cameras following 100%. them around. It's, it's pretty wild, but yeah. that's their business. That's their, that's their core business. You know, I just, for me, that's not my core business. I mean, I, I definitely want to motivate people. I definitely want to do all that. But at the same time, I have to run my core business too. This is a passion for me. This is what helped me stay stay sane. You know, this is like me- mental therapy. Okay, so Changed going back, life. like you mentioned a little while ago that Ray J was the reason that you even got on Instagram. Yes. What was that conversation? How did mm-hmm. Ray J talk you into starting up an Instagram page? Um, basically he was, you know, I mean, I spent a lot of time with him. He kind of got my entry into the whole entertainment world with him. Right. Um, 
And after a while, it was just like, hey, you got to believe in yourself. I mean, you have everything it takes. Why don't you believe in yourself? Why don't you want to do it? And I was always shy. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want to be the one to do it. I want other people to. So at one point, it was just like, you know, it's like when you hit a hammer, every single, you hit the nail every single day. Eventually, the nail is going to go in right in the wall. That's what happened. They kept hitting the nail every single day for a while. So eventually, it drilled in my head. And I said, fuck it. What am I going to lose? I opened it up and slowly, slowly, slowly started. Dude, I love it. So it's, it's fun to see your progression from... You know this this photo of you snooping right it's amazing how powerful it really that platform is. is it's amazing how powerful it's, that platform it's, is. Right? it's really it's wild and how like even with it shutting down today like the world lost their minds oh, like yeah. without having social media oh or, or whatsapp it was like everyone was freaking out my mother-in-law is texting my, my sister-in-law my wife like everyone didn't know what to do because everyone thought their phones were broken yeah. because you don't have all three apps go down at the same time ever yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I know a lot of people, a lot of people thought that. I mean, I knew there was something wrong when WhatsApp wasn't working and all that, but I think that because the whole fiasco that was going on in the news in the morning, I think it was a coincidence. There's something that happened with a server right after. It yeah, exactly, the exactly, with the, the whistleblower, and then suddenly yeah. all goes to hell for them. Very crazy, but it's been it's been fun to watch right. your journey, not only your weight loss journey, which you can go and if you – you want to go to his Instagram page, you can go back and see some of these photos. I mean, it really is an incredible transformation you've made and positive health transformation. So congratulations on that. And just like it, you know, Thank if you, you want some inspiration, gym inspiration, follow him on IG. He's always kind of given positive pep talks to people out there that are, you know, watching his videos. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm having fun watching you on social media, dude. As much as it is like just a side project you. for you, I think that you do a really good job at it. So you're a fun follow. And yeah. one day I'm going to track you down because I want to I wanna ride in one of your fancy-ass cool cars. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. Anytime. Go. The next podcast will be in your car. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. What, so, Jazz, thank you, you for joining me. I appreciate it. I'm sorry again, Adam wasn't here. It. Thank you. I'm sure he's kicking himself right now, but he is talking to the rock. So, I guess that's pretty damn cool, too. I'm going to do, um, we're going to do an event next year with the rock. You know, if they do Athleticon, I think it's going to be in Orlando. Definitely I love it. Bit. I love hearing all these things that you got going on in your life. I, I love talking to people who have been successful, not only in, you know, obviously we've been talking a lot about social media today, but your businesses are where yeah. your core, you know, success comes from. And it, it, it's nice to talk to someone yes. who has, you know, made it in the world. And uh, I wish you even more success and more awesomeness in your life and have fun at carbone tonight i'm gonna post a lot of food you know what's funny i post a lot of i post a lot of food a lot of carbs and desserts and stuff but i don't touch (laughs) that stuff i let other people eat it i just do it for instagram all right there's one of your secrets you just let out you don't even touch the desserts that's a secret i don't touch a lot of the desserts no i'll take a dude well thank you again i appreciate your time all right all right dude thank you all right, so that was a fun podcast. Very weird not doing it with Adam. I have to say, I've been doing this podcast with him for years now. This is our very first podcast that I've had to do solo. Um, so that was weird, just not having the banter back and forth. I hope uh, it didn't kill it for anyone else out there um, that I at least pulled through, pulled my weight on this podcast today. Uh, Adam, uh, I hope I made you proud. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, Jas, very nice guy, clearly extremely, extremely successful. I hope that one day 
I can fly in a private jet. Maybe he'll take me in his private jet just for one trip. I want to. I just want to see what it's like to be in a private jet. I'll probably freak the whole time. That's small and teensy, and I feel like some falls guy. But nevertheless, I'd like to try it out once. Um, anyway, thank you again, guys, for joining us. Please, like I said at the beginning of the show, leave us a review, five star. Again, it's like our payment. We we have we have no other way to uh, get discovered on uh, on iTunes other than by you guys leaving reviews and kind comments, and it allows us to work into the algorithm and up the charts. So thank you again for joining us. You can find me at Dax Holt. You can find Adam at Adam Glenn. I promise he will be back next week. You can follow him on social media, watch his adventures. Until next time, check us out on YouTube. There's a video version. If you'd like to check out what we look like or what our guests look like or any of that, you can find us at YouTube. I'll search Hollywood Raw on YouTube. And until next time, Bye. A Huda Media Production.